This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, Pat. Well, as we as we fire up this uh, this episode here, the Timberwolves are doing as we speak their season ending sort of, uh, I don't know, press conferences, look back. If you're wondering whether they wanted to sneak this one in under the radar, they sent a press release out at nine o'clock last night saying, hey, uh, in about 11 hours, if you guys could be at Target Center to talk to Chris Finch and, and company. So uh, what's your what's your eulogy? Yeah, what's on the what's on the gravestone for the 2022-23 Timberwolves for you? Well, uh, I I'm actually uh, it's it it was such a weird season. It's hard to say. I am amazed how often they rallied from a point when you when I was thinking, God, they're terrible. They're they're just they did nothing's working. I mean, we we do have to remember for all the uh, bad mouthing we give them. Cat uh, did miss fifty two games, so that uh, you know that's I, I, he certainly frustrates people at times. But to suggest they were a better team for those fifty two games because he wasn't playing uh, would be pretty ridiculous. So uh, I guess I I was uh, a lot of people are talking about blowing another lead in Denver. I'm shocked that Denver didn't beat that team by 25 when you consider that three of their top six guys aren't playing. So uh, sometimes they just showed up and played great. And Edwards was uh, really good in the playoffs. Uh, Now he's got some problem out there, which sounds like a phony deal to me that he, you know, pushed a chair out of the way and now all of a sudden he threw it at people and whatever. That sounds like an idiotic thing, but, uh, I don't know. My, uh, I, I'm not real optimistic for the future. That's for sure because they don't have any draft choices. Mike Connolly's 36 years old. We've seen the best he's ever going to have to offer uh, as a Timberwolf, and and Rudy's not as good a player as I thought he was. That's uh, I guess I never studied him enough, but he's not as good a player as I thought he thought he was. I didn't realize that uh, you know he could not do anything but dunk offensively, and uh, and and it, so. That's, I, I don't, I, I think this is, I think if you're a Timberwolves fan, you'd take 42 and 40 next year. I don't think they're going to be any better. If they run it back. If they run well, it back. Well, my presumption is Nas is gone, right? I don't know how they keep it, but uh, with, with everybody, with Edwards, with Edwards having to get paid here in a year, with uh, Jaden McDaniels having to get paid, uh, I, I don't know how they can give a big contract to Nas. Now, maybe they can make a trade or get out from under, but they, I, I get a kick out of people saying, well, maybe they can trade Gobert. No, you can trade Cat, maybe. 
not get nearly what you think you can get. But you can't trade Gobert. You can't. You're going to turn around and trade Gobert for a second round draft choice <laughs> after giving up four number ones, five number ones. I I don't think so. So I I don't know. It's just the fact that what they did did not work out should just go into the wolves lexicon of rarely does anything work out. Right. So anyway, I'm not, I'm not terribly disappointed in the season. Once I saw what they had and Cadmus and all those games, I mean, they, but uh, I, I, the other thing I like to say is I don't think Finch is a problem. I think Finch is okay. I think Finch is fine as NBA coaches go. So I, I don't see him as a problem. People say, ah, he's got to go. Why? What, what, how many games should have be won with this team? I actually have a hot take. I would take Chris Finch over Mike Buddenholzer as an NBA head coach. Mike this Buddenholzer morning. was awful in that series and last night for the Bucks, He forgot that he had a timeout at the end of regulation. Mm-hmm. He took Brooke Lopez off the floor and allowed Jimmy and alley-oop at the rim to tie the game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was awful that they let Jimmy tie it like that. Man, two seconds to go. You gotta, who are you going to guard? Who are you going to guard with two seconds to go? Jimmy, you know, because he's nuts all of a sudden. He's, I mean, the other night when he got 56, he's making threes. He's raining down threes. He's, where'd that come from? He's not a shooter. No, and he's, he's doing, here's the crazy thing. He puts up 41. He he doesn't need 38 shots, right? He scored yeah. 41 or whatever it was. I think it was 41 points last night on 20 shots. It's just ridiculous. And the, and the biggest thing when they got traded here and they sold the it blew up it blew up because they didn't pay him the max he would have stayed he didn't care that cat didn't like him if they'd given him the money instead of Wiggins he would have been here and he would have been the best teammate cat ever had as far as forcing him to be a great a better player but uh didn't uh you know, they gave the money to Wiggins, which was a disaster, and uh, that didn't work out. So, I, I don't know. It's uh, it, it's going to be fun, though. I'm uh, I'm rooting for Tibbs, but I'll take either one in the uh, semifinals, just so we can remind Timberwolves fans of, <laughs> of all the opinions that they have have been blown up again. You know, the yeah. Knicks though got, got extremely. Fortunate because they actually, I saw the parameters of the uh, trade offer that they made to the Jazz for Mitchell, and they like would have gotten rid of a bunch of guys. Yes, to the Jazz who helped them win. So, like as, as far as Cat goes now, I, I know that we sort of joked around about Cat uh, potentially going home and going to the Knicks. The Knicks are going to be absolutely fine. Oh, They're yeah. not going to want to make a big trade now. The only place he'd go would be the Nets. The Nets might take him because they don't, you know, they got rid of all their star wow, type of players. The yeah. Nets might take him, but uh, the Knicks aren't going to take him. Uh, Brunson is, uh, Brunson ate up, uh, ate, ate, ate up Mitchell too. Mitchell had a terrible series against, uh, against the Knicks. So mm-hmm. anyway, Tibbs, Tibbs, I told you, I like, you know what I like Tibbs? Because if you cut his head open, the only thing that would come out would be basketball. <laughs> and, some, and, some, and some red meat. And some red yeah, meat. Yeah, red it's meat. new Tibbs, though. Now he's thinned down. He looks good. Yeah, he's got yeah. that East Coast but lifestyle his, going for him. 
but the comb over is worse than it's ever been because there's only about <laughs> 10 strands left, but he's still trying, man. He's still trying. baby. And you can't shave that head because that, no, that head look. would really look bad if it was shaved, man. He's just... How about Tim shows up picture with a big toupee? Would that be saying. Saying. <laughs> Just go with the old movable toupee. So, yeah. so when he jumps up, it sort of just goes back on his head, and then it comes forward. Yeah, it's uh, well, they're in third, pretty good shape to get to the. And, and now, if you get, if you get to the, if you get to the Eastern Finals, who are you going to play? Oh yeah, well, probably, 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 probably Boston. Ah, man, Boston or Philly? Yeah, they'll uh, the. The Knicks can't beat either of those teams, and neither can Miami. But the seven, but the you know, getting there will be fun for Boston's weird teams. though. Boston, Boston just has they just have weird stretches where they'll yes, like they blew a they I think they blew a thirteen point lead with maybe five minutes to go against Atlanta the other night. They just kind of they just kind of disappear for games. Yeah, so yeah, I'd lo- I'd actually love to see it. Joel Embiid's a little bit banged up again, shocking, but. I'd love to see the Sixers make make a run to the finals and see what that what those crazy ass 76ers fans look like yeah. in a final setting. Yeah, well, how long is it? When's the last time? Wow. It's not all the way back, is it? Uh, uh two is Iverson. Uh, oh, the, Iverson the, the Iverson stepping over Teron Lou moment happened in the finals mm-hmm. against the okay. Lakers. Like 20, right. 2001, I want to say. I don't know why I gotta say it's been a hell of a beer for the big uh, for the uh NBA, though. I think it's been really good. And you could have been more unpredictable. I keep saying it's been more unpredictable. It's not quite as unpredictable as the hockey where the, you know, the, what was the stat you sent me today, Judd? 13 of the last 16 games have been won by the road team or something. Unbelievable. Starting on Saturday night, it's something like 13 uh, wins by road teams. (laughs) To your point, means nothing now. Yeah, and the, 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 the Panthers are, are are punching back in that series right now. Oh, yeah, it's very interesting. Now that that was classic hockey, though. I was watching that little. For some reason, I stumbled onto overtime of the Panthers and the Bruins, and the Bruins had the puck in the Panthers. This is overtime, right? It was overtime. Yeah, it was overtime. they had the puck in the Panthers end for five minutes. The puck was going through the crease, off the crease, off the crease. Florida breaks out, comes down, scores. <laughs> you know? Ruins goalie anyway. fell down. He tried to make a play and yeah, fell on his ass. Yeah. They had the puck for they had the out of five minutes, they had the puck puck for ten seconds and they scored. It was unbelievable. <laughs> it's amazing. And uh uh I I said, you know, the, the great thing about hockey is you have the greatest team for wins in history. And there's still a 25% chance going in the series they're going to get beat. So, yeah. And now it's a higher percentage than that. I mean, Pat, the, the Kraken might beat the Avalanche on Friday. Yes, the they're Kraken. Are, yeah, it's going to Seattle now. Of course, that's probably good for Colorado. But Colorado <laughs> isn't nearly as good. They're banged up. They're not as good. Yeah. Don't have a land of Skog, So they're not as good. So our I like our trouble. team. I like our team Friday night, though, because nobody else does. So everybody, everybody, anytime you assume somebody's going to lose in the NHL, they win. So don't, uh, you know, that's yeah, this is going seven. It's going seven. A memo, unless, a memo from the hockey whisperer says it's going seven. Unless the Lakeville guy just doesn't give any goals, you know, so that that's a possibility. They have a goalie who can beat you by himself. The, the wild doesn't have a goalie that can beat you by himself. It's guys named Jake Patrick. 
The Wild Jake. can't beat guys named Jake. Jake yeah, Allen, that's Jake right. Ottinger. It's that, that that's the curse. The curse of the Jakes on the Wild. Jake. Although Jake Allen was a a myth. This this kid, the Ottinger kid, is good. I mean, he's good. Jake Allen just was out of his mind for like three weeks or something. But uh, this guy's really good. So anyhow, hey Pat, congratulations! Forty two years sober today. That's right. I was thinking I was up a little thinking last night and I looked at the date at midnight and I said, my God, it's uh, April 27th again, 42 years. And uh, as I pointed out on Twitter, I was there at the, you know, you, I, I can tell you about going through treatment. The first two weeks you spend, how am I going to be able to drink when I get out of this <laughs> place and not, you know, not get, you know, get, get a, you're saying, yeah, yeah, I'm not sure about this. And then, and third, you start thinking, and then uh, you, you don't know. In the last two, three days I was in there, this fella came in. He was from Bloomington. He was a dignified-looking businessman, and he looked like his whole family had been killed with chainsaws. I mean, he was the most depressed-looking guy I've ever seen. I went over and started talking to him at a lunch table, and he told me that he had been in six months earlier, got out, Knew he had it all figured out. Uh, was sober when he was home for like two months. Went to a neighborhood party, had a beer with a neighbor, and three months later was back in treatment. Mm -hmm. So it was basically, you can't have one. <laughs> yeah. 42 years later, nobody more surprised than me, but I haven't had one. <laughs> 42 <laughs> years amazing, later. Man. So, yeah. so it was the lesson of uh, that poor guy from Bloomington. I hope he came out of it okay. He seemed like a nice fella. My my dad my my dad would have been forty eight years sober. You guys were, were wow. very very close. And you guys we we went over and watched the Notre Dame game at Pat's house like yes, ten years right. ago. And you guys kind of told your your drinking stories, but he kind of said the same thing, which is it actually once you commit to it, it actually becomes pretty clear. You just yeah. can't have a drink because we're totally. I mean, me, I'm a compulsive crazy. I mean, I, there's there's no way that. I can control anything. So if you don't, if you don't just cut it off at the pass, you're going to be an idiot. You know, you're going to be back doing what you did. Because yeah. there were several times before that when I, when I quit, was going to stop drinking as much. And remember, once I was only going to drink wine. I don't even like wine. Month, week later, I was drinking two bottles of wine a day. I said, "Yeah, well, then I might as well go back and drink gin. <laughs> you know, if I'm going to drink this crap, I don't like." So, anyway, it wasn't the only uh, the only solution for me was not to have one. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Open. So. I hope it uh, keeps going. Yeah. Yes. Well, we anyway, need to. It's you're in pretty good shape with that. It's, yeah. Bad. The fact yeah. that Minnesota sports teams haven't, uh, you know, thrown you <laughs> yeah, off right. at Road this point. And... I think. Our local yeah, sports. Yeah, the road trips. That was probably the toughest. The first year I was sober, I went to the 81 Worlds. It was the first time I covered a World Series, the 81 World Series, L.A. and uh, L.A. and, the, and the, the Yankees, which was a fantastic World Series. And the two towns where if you wanted to have a drink after midnight, it wasn't too hard to find one. So anyway, yeah. anyway. Hey, real, real quick. So Tim, Tim Connolly, who he's speaking right now, and he, this is from uh, your colleague, Chris Hine, Star Tribune. Tim Connolly, when asked about the Washington job, there's all these rumors yeah, swirling that yeah, he might take this Washington job. Quote, I'm pretty committed to the Minnesota Timberwolves right now. <laughs> 
Great. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, John, you just celebrated 30 years yeah. of marriage, but there's some rumblings that uh, yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, committed, pretty committed to, to Don right Ray, now. Yeah, yeah, think, for the I most think, part, I am committed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm pretty committed right now. Guess what? Get a get a number one draft choice and you for this yep. club and you can go to Washington, buddy. That's uh, yep. that's fine. Although, you know, who are we going to bring? We're going to bring back Gupta or something. What are they going to do here? I don't. He's know. still here. It, yeah. Oh, no, they didn't get rid of him. That's nope. right. He's still I here. I, it's uh, I, I keep right forgetting in. my name. All right, you guys uh, give give him some. Hey, who who's who? I didn't listen to Randy yet. Who Randy? Who's Randy picking? All right, so Randy has the Vikings. Let me. Like, I, I can give you the full seven rounder if you really want. So Randy, no. Randy has no. the Vikings trading trading back from twenty three to twenty seven, picking up an extra pick like in the mid rounds and drafting yeah. Hendon Hooker with the twenty seventh overall. Oh, pick. so that quarterback, that kid, that quarterback is not your quarterback of the future. I don't think so, but he could be. I'm not arguing with Randy. He no. knows now. By the way, his name wasn't Hendon when he was playing. At Tennessee, he was calling himself Mari or something. What happened? He changed his first name. Hendon Hooker it? did? I didn't think he was Hendon when he was playing for Tennessee. No, he's, he yeah, he's been Hendon Hooker. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Well, I, I know you. I know you're a big college football guru, so I wouldn't want to Chip question you. I thought he. <laughs> uh, like, oh yeah, Evan Jess. He got a, he got hurt right. He missed half the season or yes. something. But, well, uh, you do you guys really think they're going to buy a? They're going to go with the quarterback. I mean, a lot of there's that. If they can't get Anthony Richardson, I don't think they're going to take a quarterback. So it sounds like just kind of piecing things together. Anthony Richardson is the one that they, like the the one that's ranked higher that they feel like they might have the best shot at. If you second coming of uh, Dante Culpepper, that kid. Yeah. Second coming at Culpepper. So yeah, he is. Uh, well, he, you guys have a good time watching it. I'll be uh, checking the uh, Score North website to see who who picked who because I don't. Tavern, Ricey, show up. Oh, really? How much? Eleventh frame, show? yeah. Okay. Park, Park Tavern tonight. The eleventh frame. Uh, we'll just be whatever happens. We'll just be we'll be talking everyone through it. Therapy if needed tonight. So where do we think? That if you start that you don't draft till like ten thirty, right? If you stay where you are, <laughs> it'll be late. Yeah, definitely, it'll definitely be late. Be late. Yeah. Well, yeah. last year it was later than that. Last year they traded back twenty picks in freezing rain. We had an outdoor party at Surly. This would be indoors <laughs> at Park yeah. Tavern. So, all right, all right, gents, have a all good right. night. Then I might stop by and say hello. All right, See sounds ya. good. See you, Pat. There he is. All right, Roycey Unchained, and um, you can find everything he does on the Roycey Unchained podcast feed. And uh, most of what he does on the Scorn Earth at YouTube channel. See you guys.